Colorado Public Radio is open air. I'm Alicia Sweeney. Neela Bacaric may be best known as cellist of the group The Lumineers, but when she's not busy with that band, she's working on her own solo project. And you can catch her this Friday night at Syntax Physic Opera. Neela Bacaric is my guest today in the studio. She's going to play some new songs for us and give us a super sneak peek of this project she calls Rattlesnake. Welcome, Neela. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start off with a song. What are you going to play first? Train song. From the CPR Performance Studio, it's Neela Pekarik. That's her song, Train Song, which you can find on our album out later this year called Rattlesnake. We've been playing an early version of this song, Neela, and now this one with your band, it's so dynamic. 
Yeah, thanks so much for playing that, by the way. I think a friend sent me a video in the car and was like crying. So <laughs> it was really special. You know, it's so cool to hear Luminary songs, but it's a totally different thing when they're your own stuff. And um, so thank you for doing that. But yeah, we uh, it's really nice to add. I made these demos like in my living room with things I had available to me, which was a piano, a cello, and a guitar. And I'm not a great pianist or a guitar player. So that's uh, what you had before was a demo version. Um, and so now people, especially adding drums, is so exciting and cool and, like you said, dynamic. So it's been great. Well, let's meet the band. Who'd you bring in today? So we have uh, Brian Cronin is my, um, we're calling him the backing vocalist, but he's really a co-vocalist. Um, he's got two songs on the record and you'll see live as well. Um, but he was my college roommate and I wanted specifically to write for his voice because he's so amazing. But he's with us today. Um, we have Blake Watts playing drums, Nick Golder playing bass, Josh Skelton playing guitar, and we have Ryan Skiles on piano filling in today. So thank you for doing that, Ryan. We appreciate it. So your show is coming up this Friday night at Syntax Physic Opera, and I want to back up a little bit and talk about this project called Rattlesnake. When you were in college at the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley, you first discovered this Colorado pioneer woman, Rattlesnake Kate? Yes. I went to school in Greeley, and uh, it's a very charming town, but not a ton to do as a college student. And so... Um, actually, Brian and I both ended up trying to learn the history of Greeley, and they have all these really quaint, cute museums, and there's a place called Centennial Village that has preserved a lot of old homes and things of the founding people of Greeley. And so in their small museum, she's kind of the main event. And so this dress that she created from this freak rattlesnake encounter has been preserved in the Greeley Museum. And I stumbled upon that story and became obsessed with this person. (laughs) So when did you start writing these songs? You know, it's funny. It was one of those ideas that's been in the back of my mind since then of just like, I don't know what this is. Is it a children's book? Is it a non-children's book? Maybe it's songs. Maybe it's a play. I don't know. But that story, it almost became like my party trick. Like, hey, do you want to hear something weird? (laughs) Let me tell you this story about this woman. And so then it was right around um, probably two years ago, um, I was dabbling kind of as a joke, like kind of just trying to make my friends laugh recording these demos. And then it quickly turned to not a joke. Summer of 2015, maybe, um, I started kind of writing these songs, not knowing where it was going to go or what I was going to do with them. And you played your first show in Greeley in honor of this. We did. Yeah, it was so special. And that venue up there, the Moxie Theater, is awesome. They take really great care of their bands. And Eli, who I've known since college, um, he was booking bands back in those days. So it's really cool to see him have his own venue. And um, it was such a special night. I had some college professors that showed up. And, um, you know, if you grew up in Greeley, there's a chance you've heard her story. But even if you grew up in Denver, there's a chance you haven't. And so it was nice to share the story um, up there and just directly across the street from where the dress is in the museum. It felt like her spirit was there or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the song you are going to perform next is kind of telling the story of Rattlesnake Kate. Will you set this one up? Yes. So in 1925, she was out gathering these wounded ducks to bring home for dinner. Um, and she was traveling on horseback with her infant son. She had one son that was adopted. And so um, essentially she stumbled upon this rattlesnake migration, which I too did not know there were rattlesnake migrations. Um, And she shot this snake to protect her son. And uh, this set off all the other snakes to freak out. And um, so they were kind of coming in droves. And when you think about 140 rattlesnakes, just how intense that is. And she ran out of bullets very quickly. So she grabbed this sign and said no hunting on it, very ironically, and began what uh, was described as clobbering. She'd been clobbering the snakes um, and killed all 140 of them. 
<laughs> Here's Neela Pekarik performing the song The Attack. Rattlesnake Kate, known Kate Slaughterback, got a nickname when she was looking for ducks and then a rattlesnake attack. She saw just one snake, then two, then ten, pulled out a twenty-two rifle, and the massacre began. Before too long, she had no bullets left, grabbed a sign right out of the ground, and clobbered them to death. Hi, I'm Neela Pekarik, and this is my song, Better Than Annie. 
It's Neela Pekarik in the CPR Performance Studio, along with her band, performing a couple songs from her upcoming release, Rattlesnake. So was this a huge history lesson for you, or did you just take what you remembered from going to the Greeley Museum and, and write about it? Or No, I spent uh, at least um, a year, but even, even more recently than that, um, traveling back and forth to the Greeley Museum because this the snake story is kind of what piqued my interest. But then I learned all this other incredible information about her. And actually the main story I think uh, that I sort of based a lot of these songs on was a 40-year love letter correspondence she kept with a man in Iowa, um, this colonel who called himself Buckskin Bill, which there's another Buckskin Bill, and he, I think he copied that name from that guy. But uh, his name was Charles D. Randolph, and he was a poet. And he read about her story in the paper of the snake encounter um, and wrote her a fan letter, essentially. And this turned into a epic 40-year <laughs> exchange where they never met. And, in fact, he gets married at one point and says, you know, you should send your letters to a P.O. box because my wife isn't stoked on this. <laughs> and so um, there's a, we've got a couple songs for the colonel on the record. Um, there's a duet. He has a solo song. Um, but I thought that was such an interesting story and quite heartbreaking. Um, and she actually, in general, her relationships were very tumultuous. She had six marriages that ended in divorce um, and died without being married. And she had no children of her own. And it's it's a story that's, you know, a lot about, I think, loneliness and human connection. And um, and she was really, really strong and tough and, and kind of made it on her own. So you were drawing from some of those emotional themes as well. Absolutely, yeah. So you went to Portland to record this with Matt Ward. I did, luckily enough. Um, I am a huge M. Ward fan, and he uh, was nice enough to take a meeting with me and hear some demos and was interested in producing my record, which is beyond all of my wildest dreams. So, um, yeah, we we recorded it in three installments, um, kind of in between Lumineers tours, which was really stressful. (laughs) But I think that urgency and just sort of manic (laughs) energy can be good sometimes 
Um, so yeah, we recorded all the songs. There's uh, we recorded 18 tracks total. So we'll see which ones end up on the record. But um, up in Portland, and he produced and played all the dreamy guitars all over the place. So it was a really wonderful experience. I should mention, if you're just joining us, Neela Pekarik is giving us a sneak peek of her solo record that will be released at some point. So it's cool <laughs> to see the evolution and to have you in here through that. And like you said, you recorded it in between Lumineers tours. Now, let's just reflect for a moment. You were on the road for 300 days last year? I think just about that in both um, 2016 and 2017. I think it was a little less last year, but... Uh... Yeah, a lot of days. <laughs> because you had your headlining tour with with the latest record, and then you also were asked by you 2 to go on their Joshua Tree tour? Yes. <laughs> How crazy was that for you? Very, very, very crazy. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm, like, the biggest U2 fan, and, of course, I know the hits, and watching that show... I'm a fan. Like there, there's so many iconic songs, and the level that they give in their performance, and what the just thought out um, acrobatics of the whole thing is really amazing. And and just a tour with bands that have been doing it for such a long time, I think is really inspiring um, to see the way they do it. But it was super surreal. I still feel like I talk about it, and it was like someone happened to somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> it was the highest grossing tour of 2017, and like the eighth highest <laughs> grossing tour of all time. That's crazy. Which you're part of that. Story story now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important for anybody to have an experience where you're part of something way bigger than yourself. And um, it was, it was a really incredible experience. Well, let's get back to one final song. As you've written these songs about the Colorado pioneer woman, Rattlesnake Kate, this one's called Western Woman. Yeah, this is called Western Woman. And I think it was one that stayed pretty true to the demo. It's basically just voice and piano and guitar on the record. And now in the, in the live performance some drums have been added but um i think again it kind of captures that loneliness and sort of this existential like what are we here for and it's such we've tried to put it somewhere else in the set list and it always feels so good at the very end it kind of closes the story um and puts a puts a period at the end
A stunning performance from Neela Pekarik. I got goosebumps up my arm, down the other, <laughs> and all the way back around. Gorgeous vocals on that one. Thank you so much. This song is called Western Woman, one of four that she performed in our studio. And you can catch Neela and her band at Syntax Physic Opera this Friday night. You can get concert details at CPR. Org and be on the lookout for this debut solo record from Neela. Thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, it's been an honor. Thank you for having us.